Welcome to another episode of Midweek Meditation on the FPO Podcast, a weekly devotional podcast from First Presbyterian Church of Obelika. Each week, we take a look at one of the passages from the FPO Bible Reading Plan and have a devotional conversation about what God is teaching us in it and how to apply it in our lives. For more information on how to join us as we engage the Bible together, please visit firstpresopelika.org. Hey there, FPO family. Welcome again to another episode of our Midweek Meditation. This is the Midweek Meditation for Tuesday, January 26th. And today, uh, James and I are going to be diving into uh, a passage in John chapter 16, uh, specifically uh, what Jesus tells his disciples in verses 6 through 11 about the Holy Spirit uh, but before I, I reference that verse more specifically, just want to catch us up a little bit. And in the chapters leading up to this, Jesus has been telling his disciples uh, in more and more clear ways uh, that his time on this earth is going to be coming to an end, that he's going to be going back to the Father. And multiple times he has referenced uh, the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit's ministry uh, to the disciples and to us. But it kind of comes to a, a head here in John chapter 16, where he he makes it clear that soon he's going away to the Father. And you can sense that the disciples are uh, a little uh, sorrowful and hesitant and maybe mm-hmm. even uncertain on exactly uh, what that means. And so in verse, uh, in verse 5 of John chapter 16, he says this, But now I am going to him, the Father who sent me, and none of you ask me where are you going, But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. And so the disciples are sad to hear, naturally, that Jesus is going to be going away. And then in verse 7, he says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. Mm. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And then in verses 8 to 11, he begins talking about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And so this morning, what James and I are going to do is just spend some time reflecting on uh, the ministry of the Holy Spirit to us and through us. And James, as we dive in, one of the things that uh, we need to say is that in our culture, uh, I mean, the the Reformed culture, the Reformed world, Uh, sadly, my experience has been uh, that we don't talk about the Holy Spirit a whole lot. Mm. Uh, I remember reading a book by a Reformed uh, author at one point, and it was a book about the Holy Spirit, and the title of the book was The Forgotten God. Mm. (laughs) And his point was that uh, we love systematic things. We love things we can understand, charts that we can draw, uh, outlines that we can produce, uh, all of these things. And oftentimes the Holy Spirit doesn't fit real well into a lot of those things. And so um, as we talk about the Spirit this morning, it's just important to remember that we're a spiritual people. We're a people filled uh, with the Holy Spirit. And so as you've been reflecting on this reality uh, in preparation for this time, uh, why don't you just begin teasing out some of the uh, the realities of the Holy Spirit's presence and ministry uh, that you've been thinking about? Yeah, I think where we should start is exactly where and what you've just read, which mm. is Jesus says, "I'm going away 
and I'm going to send you the helper. Mm. Right. So Jesus has actually sent the spirit to us. And that's, that's why we understand and why we know that when Jesus in the great commission says, I will be, be with you always to the end of the age, mm-hmm. he then sends us the Holy spirit. Right. And so the, the spirit is the presence of God with the believers mm. and with the church. And so we are not alone. Mm. Um, a little bit earlier in John, Jesus says, uh, he dwells with you and will be in you. Mm. And so as Christians, we have the incredible promise and the incredible blessing that God is with us and in us. Mm. We are not alone. God himself is with us. And that, I mean, that, I mean, just, just to interrupt you real quickly. I mean, when we think about the old Testament here, um, in many ways, I mean, obviously the Spirit of God, uh, God is present everywhere. Yeah. But we know that under the Old Covenant, the special presence of God uh, was reserved uh, mostly for, for the temple. Mm-hmm. And uh, the physical presence of God wasn't easy, easily ex- accessible. Right. Uh, how different that is for us on this side of mm-hmm. the cross. Now that Jesus has died and been raised, every human being who believes on the Lord Jesus Christ is given the Spirit in full measure. Mm-hmm. And so as you said, uh, there's not some special place we have to go <laughs> to mm-hmm. be in God's presence. We have the living God uh, inside of us. We are the temple, the individual stones of the temple of God filled with his Spirit. So just that that image came to mind. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. Yeah. I think another thing we see across the Old Testament and then into the New Testament is that the Holy Spirit is a spirit of power. Mm. The The Holy Spirit in the Old Testament, right, right, it says the Spirit was on and dwelled with Samson, mm-hmm. and Samson had incredible strength. Now, I don't, I don't have incredible strength. Yeah. That is not how the Holy Spirit is... Um, fulfilling his ministry in my life. But when we come and we understand what the Holy Spirit is doing in our lives, the Holy Spirit remains a spirit of power. Mm. And so when we are trying to fight against sin, when we know that something we are struggling against has a grip on our hearts, whatever that may be, we have the power to resist it. Mm. We have the power to put it to death. We have the power to fight against the sin that is waging war against our souls, not because we are strong, but because the Holy Spirit is strong and Mm. is empowering us to fight the battles that God has called us to fight. Mm. That's good. I mean, even as you were talking there, a a verse that I memorized as a young Christian years ago, uh, right in line with what you're talking about is 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, where we're reminded that no temptation has overtaken us that's not common to man. Basically, every temptation we face is common. All human beings face every temptation. Mm-hmm. But God is faithful, and he won't let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. He doesn't mm-hmm. explicitly mention the Holy Spirit here. 
but I think what you're saying is that the Holy Spirit himself powerfully works within us mm-hmm. in the moments of temptation to offer a way of escape, to be faithful to Jesus. And even when we're powerless, mm-hmm. his power uh, is sufficient to help us fight against sin, to put sin to death, uh, as you've just said. Yeah. I also see, even in this passage, we're reading that, right? Jesus calls the Holy Spirit the Spirit of truth. Mm. And it says that when the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. Uh, Christians for ages, for, for actually most of the history of the church, didn't have, you know, a hundred books sitting on a bookshelf filled with commentaries about how to understand the Bible. Mm. For ages, Christians would sit down and they would pray and seek the Holy Spirit and read God's Word. Mm. And so as we, as as this podcast, as this midweek meditation is to aid us in reading the Bible, right. we need to know that it's we're not going to be better at reading the Bible just yeah. because we're listening to the midweek meditation. Study notes are really helpful, but at the end of the day, it is the Holy Spirit that's guiding us in the truth. Mm. It's the Holy Spirit that is giving us eyes to see and ears to hear what the Word of God teaches us. Mm. Yeah, and, and I think that's why when we talk about Bible reading, uh, what we what we really mean is like a devotional life centered on the Word and prayer. Yeah. Um, because there's a way to read the Bible that's like reading a novel or reading a, a magazine or reading an, an article of some kind. Or a textbook. Yeah, a textbook where you're just taking in words and information. Mm-hmm. And the Bible does give us information that's good for us. We can grow in our knowledge of the Lord. But really what we, we're talking about here is reading the Bible in such a way, reading it prayerfully, mm-hmm. knowing that our ability to turn this from an academic exercise into a devotional exercise is that spark of the Holy Spirit that you just mentioned. Yeah, Opening our eyes to behold truth that on the surface is evident, but takes the Spirit mm-hmm. awakening our hearts and our minds uh, to, to what is going on. And so it's good, you know, even as we talk about equipping ourselves to read the Bible, to to pray as we dive into the Word and pray throughout our time in the Word. Uh, a devotional life is conversational. Mm. It's I'm praying that the Lord would make himself clear to me. And as I read the Scriptures, praying through it, the Holy Spirit does all of those things to open our eyes uh, as you've just said, what what are some other uh, ministries of the Holy Spirit within us for those of us who who, who know the Lord Jesus? Yeah, we've hit um, His power. We've hit the fact that He exposes our truth. I think one of the other things we can say is that um, He is a Spirit of comfort. Mm. Right. I think as we are, like one of the promises we see in the Bible is that. Uh, when Christians are gathering together in Christ's name, their God is among us. Mm-hmm. That's the Holy Spirit. The right. Holy Spirit is comforting us as we are with one another. He's actually called the helper or the comforter or the counselor. Right. Always you could use that word. I mean, the Holy Spirit is actively involved in our lives, making sure that we are comforted. Right. right? In hard times... When we are talking about and we say to lean on the Lord, hmm. it's not this abstract like, yeah, I'm going to like lean on the Lord. No, it's the Holy Spirit's with you and in you and is comforting you. Hmm. And 
and the seek the spirit that is there mm. with you. Mm. That's good. I, I think one of the other uh, things, and we can we can close with this aspect of the spirit's ministry. You see this throughout. Jesus tells his disciples, and then you see you see it played out in the lives of the disciples, especially in the book of Acts, where. Um, where we're told, don't worry uh, what you're supposed to say mm-hmm. in, in that hour uh, when you're before men and you need to testify about me, the Holy Spirit will give you what's needed. Mm. And so just even recognizing that the mission that the Lord Jesus has given us, you know, you referenced Matthew 28, uh, to go and make disciples of all nations. Um, it's not just that the Spirit is with us as we go. It's that the Spirit is empowering us to actually go yeah. and for our work, our testifying to Jesus to to be effective at all. Uh, and so I, I know I've had many uh, opportunities and occasions where I'm talking to somebody about the Lord Jesus that maybe doesn't know them, sharing the gospel, and just something will come to mind. that I was like, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> and turns out uh, the Lord Jesus is fulfilling his promise yeah. to give us the spirit in those moments uh, to have the words to say. And so, again, uh, the way that we access that is we we humbly submit ourselves to the Spirit and we say, Spirit, help, help me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, there's a posture of dependence and yeah. humility that's necessary uh, to experience the tangible ministry of uh, the Spirit within us. And so as we close this morning, just want to encourage you, wherever you are today, uh, you're not alone. You have the Holy Spirit inside of you. God himself is with you. You have power uh, mm-hmm. to live well, to fight sin and temptation, and you have everything you need to live on mission mm-hmm. uh, right where God has sent you. And so we pray uh, that the rest of this week you would experience the tangible presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. We love you guys. We look forward to being together next week.